Hey, what's up, my bariatric friends? This is Derek. I am with Superfood Syndicate. <laughs> Superfoodsyndicate.com. This is going to be a fairly long podcast. Um, I'm going to talk about progress during the pandemic. Um, I made incredible progress um, since the progress, since the pandemic started. Bear with me. I am using my phone as a recording device. I am also uh, on the road, watching the road, recording. And there's a few things I want to touch on. I don't really have a lot of time to sit down in front of a computer or sit down in front of a camera and do content because of the simple fact that um, me and Charisse took a big roll of the dice. She quit her job at the gym that she worked where she was making a damn good money to run our business to run the group. So I am working extra hours to make up for that loss. So I don't have a lot of time to make content. So I, I enjoy the fact that technology has come so far that I can do this from my car by driving to a doctor appointment. <laughs> anyway, let's do this. Let's let's do this. Right? First of all, let's talk about Derek before the pandemic. Before I get started, I want you to talk. I want to talk about one new website I want you to go to. It's called bariatricbadass.com. It is a direct link to Sharice's blog. If you go to bariatricbadass.com, you can get all of the content that Sharice Peterson has created. She is a certified bariatric nutritionist and a certified fitness nutritionist. Great content, very useful content for bariatric patients and non-bariatric patients alike. So please, go to bariatricbadass.com. Free, 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 all right? Derek before the pandemic. So, and what's crazy about this before the pandemic thing was, I, like anybody else, was slowly, slowly making progress. You know, it's kind of, I find it sometimes difficult to acknowledge life and the hardships and the victories of life without really feeling what life means. And I'll get to that, what I'm talking about in a minute. But it's kind of like being at a job that you've been at forever. I've been at my job for 15 years. You know, it, you know, it's getting old. It's been getting old for the last 10 years. But regardless, I'm still there. You know, I go in with a great attitude. I go in there with a, you know, can-do attitude. I don't complain because I think complaining is poison. If somebody is complaining about how miserable they are at their job, if they're complaining about how miserable their marriage is, if they're complaining about how miserable their life is, they are somebody who is toxic. They are somebody who is not going to be making progress. That's what life's about, right? Life's about progress. Life's about growth, you know? Life is about doing the absolute best you can to make life spectacular. When you get to a point where you have the attitude that I have about life, that I'm just working my ass off no matter what, I'll never stop. I'll never stop trying to better myself. At that same time, I am being very vocal about it, being very visual about it, so my children can say, oh, well, daddy, you know, because you know what? I don't care who you are. You're a bariatric patient. If you have children, this is the truth. 
Here's a little nug. This is the God honest truth. If you have young children who do not know what's going on right now, they will fucking judge you. I promise you. I got my son Derek is 14. My daughter Sky is five. My son Tristan is eight. They do not know what weight loss surgery is. They don't know what it is. They know that daddy's got a lot of loose skin. They think it's normal. So when it clicks eventually as they get older and they see that I've had weight loss surgery, they're going to be like, wow, you took the easy way out. I guarantee at some point in time, they will say something like that. I'm trying to prevent that by showing them the path that I've walked. What I do, I get up every morning, I meal prep, blah, 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 blah. So when time comes where they do get pissed off at me and they do say, Daddy, you took the easy way out, I say, you know what? Look what Daddy did since his surgery. Daddy had weight loss surgery, saved his life in 2014. And look at what I've done in that time. So they're going to look at what I've done. I got a great shape for my age. I've started a community. Um, and I help a lot of people. So, and that's probably not like you. You're probably, you know, you're probably not starting to But regardless, if you're taking good care of yourself, and when your children come to you and they tell you you took the easy way out, you say, well, you know what? Yeah, it might have been the easy way out, but it only became the easy way out when I gave up. And look at me. I never gave up. So, you know what? Essentially, child, I never took the easy way out. So, remember that. I'll get back to the, I'll get back to the story. So, um, like I said, life life is without knowing what life really means and what life is really all about, you can get old. And that's what was happening pre-pandemic. I had dreams, I had hopes, I had plans, but nothing was really coming to fruitation. Nothing was really. You, I, I, I was getting. I was going from point A to point B successfully, but I wasn't pushing past point B. Because you know what I needed? I needed this pandemic. Yes, I lost two very close friends, and it's sad, and I may lose more, but that's life. Anybody close to me can die at any moment. Sharice, diabetic, pacemaker. He just did a. Uh, a once over on her uh, on her pacemaker to see how much battery life she has left on it two years so we got to get her pacemaker replaced in the next two years that's stressful so when they replace her pacemaker they stop her heart so it's stressful you can lose her at any time she can lose me at any time hell I'm not that healthy blood clot could, I have a blood clotting disorder got a lot of drugs in my time so, you know, it is what it is. So, you got to be prepared for a loss like that. Pandemic hits. Derek was beside himself. I was beside myself with stress. My blood pressure at any given moment was like 160 or 90. And that was when I was resting. Okay. Pandemic not really knowing what's going on, a lot of fear posting going on, a lot of misinformation from various sources, and then March 17th, Salt Lake City got hit with its first big earthquake that 
been on an earthquake like that, like that in a long time. Brutal honesty. I've lived in Utah a majority of my life. Have never witnessed an earthquake ever. Well, Derek was in the bathroom going potty, baking baking dookies, dropping baby brown, brown bears at the pool when that earthquake hit. So not only not only do I have PTSD to go in my bathroom at any time, anytime I'm in my bathroom and kids are running up and down the hall, I'm having a fucking nervous breakdown. So that compounds my stress. Right? Fear of death is there. I've never had a fear of death in my life more than I have with this pandemic. And it's crazy. It's exhilarating in a negative way. At that point, it was exhilarating in a negative way. So, I can't remember what happened or how it happened, but Tim McGraw wrote a song, wrote a song that was, uh, um, I went skydiving, I went rocking my own heart, or climbing. <laughs> I'll stop saying it, but, uh, looked like you were dying by Tim McGraw. I heard that song, and like a proverbial hand, the proverbial hand of God came down and punched me directly in the jaw. Holy shit. Wow. It was such a moment. Such a moment. In that song. So, you know, like, like every other family, I'm pretty damn sure. Me and Sharice were at each other's necks. There was so much stress. She, Sharice uh, is very, Sharice is to the point. Okay. So, Sharice, like I said, is diabetic. She has a pacemaker. She is like, at times, thinks she's bulletproof. Why does Sharice think she's bulletproof? Because she has survived things that have killed many, many people. So she's pretty, pretty much no fear of death at all. Okay, well, she might not be afraid of death, but I'm scared to death of her death. So when she's wanting to, you know, go and mix and mingle at work or go to the gym or do this or do that, and I'm just like, you know, you know, it's too dangerous out there. You know, we fight, blah, blah, blah. In that song, in that Tim McGraw song, it said, I love deeper and I spoke sweeter. That song was like on a continuous repeat for like almost two days, which very slowly transitioned into a better father and a better husband. That and those those words were con- those lyrics were constantly going through my head. That entire song was constantly going through my head. So when Sharice would get upset, you know I would go, I know, baby. Blah 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 blah. This is what we have to do, please, baby. This is how I feel. This is what it's affecting me. You know, my kids are being little shits because they're locked up and they're being pulled out of school. Kids are confused, don't know what's going on. Daddy knows. Daddy knows. Explaining to them what the coronavirus is and that people are sick. We didn't tell them people were dying, you know. We just told them people were really sick. You, know, you don't want you don't want to get sick, do you? No. Okay, well, here you go. Daddy will sit down with you, we'll color for a little bit, blah blah blah. So this eventual transition that I made made me number one, it made me a better husband easier to live with and 
made me a better father. At that point, my stress levels dropped back down to normal. I didn't have that irritability. I didn't have that. For those of you who have, uh, you know, anxiety that is debilitating, that's what it felt like the entire time. It was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Well, like I said, at that point, we're right back down to normal like it is right now. Cases are going up. Cases are going up all over the country. I mean, luckily I'm in Utah, which is not really a hot spot. But, you know, apparently, you know, shit's hitting the fan, blah, blah, blah. Trump's got an idea where, you know, we're going to have a vaccine and, 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 so, you know, it's still stressful. You know, because there's a possibility that vaccine, the vaccine might fail. So, a lot of things you got to remember that come into effect when dealing with infectious diseases um, so outside of the pandemic first things first you've got to get control of your mental health period and I'm going to be plain and simple blatant this is what I like about being Derek motherfucking Peterson is I do not hide who I am I don't care Okay. I made a post yesterday about uh me about my teeth. I'm missing a lot of teeth. You know, blatantly, I smile. I don't look good. One of the uh, one of my critics, my biggest critics, biggest haters, call them whatever you want. Canadian asswipe says I'm on meth. Meth is not a drug. Weight loss drug. Guess what? My loss, my teeth being gone, is not from from methamphetamines. My teeth being gone is from malnutrition. And thank you to the coronavirus and Utah earthquake. It's because I was grinding the living hell out of them. So, you know, uh, again, mental health is everything. So, being who I am, being able to say what I want, doing shit my way. I've earned a lot of respect for a lot of people. So, me coming out and telling you right now, I've regained 30 pounds. A lot of people are like, I've gained 15. Oh, motherfucker, I gained 30. And guess what? I've lost 16 pounds of it. 16 pounds. How did I do it? Why did I gain 30 pounds? Is it because I stress ate? Is it because I was having a mental breakdown and just piled in the sugar? No, hell no. I was more concerned about my mental health and mental well-being than I was the gym. I was more concerned about my mental health, my family's mental health, my my family's mental wealth than I was the number on the scale. And I'm too. I'm where I'm at right now. Because I was able to get a hold of that problem. I'm not perfect. I'll be the first one to admit that. I'm not perfect. Some of you probably didn't gain anything. Some of you probably gained 10 pounds and you've lost it already. It's fantastic, man. I'm not here to lie to you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to come out and say, Well, I didn't gain any weight. Buy my shit. Buy my programs. Blah, 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 blah. That would be a complete fucking lie. People who do that irritate the holy shit out of me. Me and Cherise call that blood money. 
okay? We love, I love making a living, doing what I do. It's awesome. Many times we've had people come up to us and be like, sorry about my phone. Many times we've had people come up to us and be like, hey, you know, you want to sell this or sell that? And, 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 and. Well, Sharice is a computer genius. You know, we can put Derek on uh, into a Photoshop and Sharice can do magic with my physique. It's not how it is. Making money like that is just, it's dirty. And I don't think, I don't think it's something that lasts. So I want something that lasts. I want to change lives. I'm here to make a difference, not make a buck. And if I make a living making a difference, fuck yeah. American dream, right there. So the, the whole reason that I'm able to lose that 60 pounds that I've lost in the past, I think it's like been a month and a half, since I restarted, since I grabbed a hold of my mental health and realized that i am got my shit together, that's when the weight started dropping. The stress went down, the weight dropped. The stress went down, I was able to get a hold of my thoughts, and I was able to focus on the task at hand. And that's when I started making a difference in my life. Okay? So, now that I'm stopped... So what now? Now what? How do I make more progress? I will always have the thought of the coronavirus in the back of my mind. I'm always going to remember and think about how much suffering has happened in the first six months of 2020. So if you're struggling, I want you to remember how many people are struggling. I want you to remember how many people have died. Death. Plain and simple. It's horrible. But suffering is just as bad. So what I'm trying to say is being, if you're anything like me, if you're empathetic to people, if you're a good person and you're empathetic, Right now is the hardest time to be alive. There's suffering going on around us. I remember being, and I will never forget this woman. Never. I was uh, in a grocery store. So when everything went down, the coronavirus, they started talking about lockdowns. Nobody really knew what lockdowns and quarantines meant. The store that I went to was just going fucking bananas. Crazy. I remember seeing a woman, probably in her early 30s, she looked like she just got out of bed. She was in her pajamas. The glow coming off of this woman was zero. You could tell this woman was just scared. She was confused. And I wanted so bad, so bad to go up to her and wrap my arms around her. You know those kind of people that you see in life that just look like they're really having a hard time? And I don't know who out there are people who are empathetic like myself but I just wanted to wrap my arms around her and tell her it's going to be okay that's the type of suffering I'm talking about that's the type of suffering that people are going through always 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 remember the suffering that is happening right now or the last five months four months and you'll always always stay ahead Still, I'm in a position in my life right now where 
I am unable to go to the gym. Two reasons why I can't go to the gym. Number one, I'm working my ass off. Literally working my ass off 60 plus hours a week. So I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of energy. A lot of my energy, my mental energy, and my physical energy is being put towards being a boy. Um, any other time, any other free time that I have goes to uh, dealing with clients, so on and so forth. So, <clears throat> um, again, I don't like I, I can't work out. In other words, which is crushing <laughs> to my mental health. But like I said. Where I'm at now, from a mental health perspective to where I was at in December of last year, say, totally different. December last year, and I was putting in the weights. I was working out every day. I was loaded. I had so much muscle on my body. Now I don't have so much muscle on my body, but I'm happy. I'm happy, and I'm healthy. Yes, I still have another, what, 14 pounds to lose before I get back down to where I was at. Easy month. If I, if I stay on track a month, good 30 days, and I'll be back down there. So even though I'm not working out, what I'm doing right now to continue to have progress is, number one, be positive. Number two, be empathetic to everyone that's around you. And number three, focus on food. Number four, steps. Steps, 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 steps. Being active. One, positive. Positivity will help keep your mind in a productive type of nature. Positivity will prevent negativity, which will cause stress, which will lower your um, metabolism. It'll, it'll, it'll fuck your life up, plain and simple. Two, being empathetic. Well, yes, you know, I'm empathetic. I'm feeling the emotions of the people that are suffering around me. Still keeps me positive. Me trying to absorb the nasty negativity around me and then put it out as positivity makes me happy, which keeps my stress levels down. Three, focus on food. I know it's hard. It doesn't happen overnight. But it happens if you don't give up. I mean, you can say this time, freaking blue in the face. If you're struggling, don't quit. That's why people lose, is they quit. It's hard. It is really hard. You know, how many times did you try to lose weight before you had weight loss surgery? Yeah, you would have lost the weight if you wouldn't have quit. You would have eventually found a way if you wouldn't have quit. So I'll give myself as an example. Early, uh... Before I had my about a year before I had my surgery, I had an opportunity to get it earlier. I'm like, ah, fuck it, you know, I'll, uh, I, I don't want to take the quote unquote easy way out. I'm just gonna lose it myself. So I went on the HCG. I um, and HCG sucks. Just to let you know, 500 calories a day sucked. Um, I lost 70 pounds doing that, but it was very unhealthy. Added to my problem with my. Um, with my malnutrition, I got really sick. But the weight came back on because it didn't fix the problem, right? So whatever weight loss gimmick you do, whether that's weight loss surgery or HCG or slim fast or whatever, it's not going to work, right? It's not, it's not going to work if you don't fix what, fix below, fix what's going on in your brain, you know? 
Um, so, you know, again, you need to remember that your food is number one. And don't give up trying to fix your food. I have been able to fix my food. That's what got my weight down. That's what kicked me back into progress mode. Getting my weight back down. So, okay, well, Derek, I don't know what to eat. don't know how to eat. You're full of shit. You're making excuses. You do know what to eat. And you do know what not to eat. You've been told since you were a little kid, don't eat that, eat this. Don't drink that, drink this. But we do it anyway, right? You know, processed foods versus whole foods. Uh, a freezer box meal, smart ones, dollar each, dollar fifty each, versus what's in that meal, you know, a little bit of rice, a little bit of ground chicken, or not ground chicken, um, chicken breast, maybe, uh, you know, a little small fruity side. Okay, now you can put in some work and you can go get those ingredients and you can take it home and make it. So that's what's, that, that, that is where you add value to the nutrition that you're putting in your body. Not all foods are created equal. Just because you go into the freezer section and you see these foods that are boxed up and have you know this, this, and that in it, doesn't mean it's good for you. That food is marketed to make you think that you are being healthy and making healthy decisions. What is the exact opposite? Food is loaded with chemicals. It's made and manufactured to taste good so you can continue to eat it. Okay, well, all the while, you know, you're putting these chemicals in your body. You're eating this food that you think is good for you, which it is not. And your metabolism's still in the shitter because you're aging. Because a majority of the people that follow us are anywhere between the ages of 35 and 50. So your metabolism is in the shitter already. Best way to get your metabolism on track is to be active. Make sure you get your blood test done because if you have, uh, if, you're, if you're, your levels, your blood levels are low or you have deficiencies, then your metabolism is going to be shot. When you fix your metabolism, you can start burning fat. So, uh, you know, again, whole foods versus processed drinks do not drink fucking slim fast or those ready to drink protein drinks they are loaded with crap period sure it's a protein drink 80 calories hell 80 calories that's within my calorie mark i can eat that blah blah blah. no it is not what you should be doing at all these foods are loaded with chemicals they are loaded with ingredients that make them taste yummy which is a marketing technique to get people who are suffering like ourselves to continue to buy. These are the people in the community, in the Barrett community. People are in the weight loss community. People are in the nutrition and health or uh, health and fitness. No, excuse me. Health and wellness community. They don't give a fuck about you. They just care about the dollar, the bottom dollar. I get it. You got to make a living. You want to be wealthy, whatever. Okay. That's why I'm happy that I got a great job. I make it really good money. And I don't have to sell myself out to make a living. My growth has been pretty slow. You know, we've been building our page since, uh, what, October 2016. So our growth has been pretty slow. You know, we're finally getting ready to hit 10,000 probably next month or two. But we've done it the way we want to do it. 
and we haven't cheated anybody, we haven't defrauded anybody, piss some people off, but that's not being defrauding. That's not being a fraud. That's just being uh, not catering to people just because they don't like to hear what they're what I'm saying. Okay, and, and fourth, fourth, and then I'm going to call it good because I'm at my doctor's appointment right now. Steps. And the reason I say steps is because I can't get to the gym and I got to stay active. So I pump out at least 20,000 steps a day. I get it, okay? you are got a sit-down job, okay? Well, majority of you only sit down anywhere between 8 hours and 10 hours a day. You still have 14 hours to get as many steps as you possibly can, all right? If you have a sit-down job, which is a lot of people, a lot of our followers have a sit-down job, you sit at a computer, whatever, I want you to try something, okay? I promise you this will help with your your IO, your fitness call, whatever you want. When you're sitting in your chair, you force your ass to sit straight up. Do not slouch at any point. Be self-aware. Be really self-aware and be aware of how you're sitting because the moment you slouch is the moment your body stops working and having to work. But if you force yourself, because the body, naturally, gravity is, gravity is a bitch. So your body's going to naturally slouch. And if you force yourself to sit up straight all the time, then you're actually working. You're actually, your body's, you're, you're being active, period. So remember that. Sit, sit up straight. Yeah, I sound like your parents. I get it. <laughs> Sit up straight. Eat exactly what you're supposed to be eating. And I'm telling you, if you've listened this far into the podcast, you are the shit. I love you with every beat of my heart. Send Derek or Sharice Peterson a direct message and email at syndicate at gmail.com. Go to our page, facebook.com forward slash the bariatrica. Send the page a direct message. Go to uh, Bariatric Food Point and Recipe. Make a post. Reach out saying you're needing help. We'll help you. No big deal. Ain't going to cost you a fucking dime. Okay? If you need help, reach out. We don't charge to answer questions. We don't charge to help out. When it comes to needing specialized attention, like one-on-one, stuff like that, that's when we charge our very inexpensive coaching fees. Some people don't need, you know, one-on-ones. They just need a good swift kick in the ass and need a little bit of knowledge. And then they're on their way. They're golden. If that's you, just reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. If you need specialized help, send us a DM. Send the page a DM. Comment on this episode. And I'll take good care of you. I love you very much. This has been Derek with the SuperfoodSyndicate.com. This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. I hope I called it the Bariatric Badass Podcast. We've rebranded, rebranded uh, recently from the Superfood Syndicate Podcast to the Bariatric Badass Podcast. Why? Well, because it was a nod to our past. And when we begin, we called ourselves the Bariatric Badasses. It's a great name. It's synonymous with uh, um, haters. <laughs> do what we do. And we love it. All right. I love you guys very much. Go to superfoodsyndicate.com. We'll take good damn care of you. Go to Bariatric Badass. Com to get Sharice's free content. It's a blogs. It's great info. If you're stalling, she explains why. Um, 
different types of fasts, different types of proteins, a lot of really great information. She works her ass off for this community. Love you very much. Peace.